year is 1987, and NASA launches the last of America's deep space probes. In a freak mishap, Ranger 3 and its pilot, Captain William Buck Rogers, are blown out of their trajectory into an orbit which freezes his life support systems and returns Buck Rogers to Earth 500 years later. Security guards are like, shoot, shoot, shoot first, and still argue about whether you can come in. You see, I'm not one to beat about the large black boots, but the first requirement for any security guard is to be totally, totally, to to totally insecure. I mean, who else needs to dress like a riot control cop so that he can write down your name and tell you where to park, park your car? Car! But security is so important. Alerts, locks, electronic gates, and the ultimate safeguard of your home, the PPPP pole in your door. That little piece of glass designed to help you recognize visitors. But all it does is distort their face so much you can't recognize them anyway. So, 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 they're not a lot of use unless you're expecting someone who looks like Quasimodo. Quasimodo. Or, even worse, a security guard. Hello. Hey, Dante, is Alex there? Hold on. Phone's for you. I think it's the devil. Hi there! Welcome to Dragon Ball Z. Enjoy the ride! This podcast has adult language, adult humor, some adults, adults attending horror movies, adults playing Dr. Did I Mention Adults, watch out for the boogeyman, don't ever fall asleep cause they have such sights to show you or Jason will get ya so hide behind the chainsaws and always remember the pentaberate should never be exposed and this show not intended for children, so keep adulting and put the kids to bed don't feed after midnight don't get them wet, leave the baby monitor on and don't forget to feed grandma tapioca pudding. Hey guys, this is Vanessa. My podcast is Life Paranormal with me. Listen as I serve you all things spirit, paranormal, and unexplained. Join me every other Saturday as my guest host and I recount our own experiences that will perplex and utterly terrify you. Life Paranormal with V is available on all major platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Join the Lifer fam by following me on Twitter at V Life Paranormal. 
follow, like, subscribe, and hit that notification button so you can always catch a ride on this spooky vibe. Hey, this is Tim from On Second Watch, and you're listening to the Tattoo Squid Podcast. Sorry about the dead air, folks. Squiddies, it's Dre from Tattoo Squid Podcast here with Wayne from the podcast Florida Man on Florida Man. And we were talking about this and I was very curious about it. And um, it's basically stuff that happens in Florida, but it's a running uh, kind of myth. Yeah, that's the thing, Florida man. man. <laughs> yeah, Florida Man is sometimes called the world's worst superhero. Uh, anytime you see an article about Florida, it usually starts with Florida man and then, you know, finishes with something crazy he's done. So now uh, we built the show off of it. Yeah. That's one way of doing it though. It's like, oh my God, uh, hey, let's do it like this. Okay. How about you? Okay. That's fine. Buddy. And you get, there's, there's three, uh, hosts basically. There's three of us. Yeah. Yeah. There's three of us. So yeah, I'm Wayne. Uh, and then I've got my brother, Josh. Uh, and then our best friend Cameron. Um, we've been uh, in entertainment for about twenty years together, and started the show about three and a half years ago. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I seen you on like Twitter, like a lot and everything else. And I'm like, I've been trying to get like a lot of different different styles of people coming on. Sure. Um, yeah, whether it's like horror or whatever, and if they do like different stuff, and you know, I had. A, there was a guy I was talking to at That Love Podcast where he was doing everything from uh, like love scenes, but doing it of his own. He's a writer, so he was writing his own stuff and then they were acting it out with actors. That's cool. That's so, crazy. Like, and he's from England too. Uh, well, London. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, I That's the great thing about podcasting, man, is like it really is a medium for everybody. I mean, you, you whatever you're into, whatever you enjoy, there's a podcast about it. You know, which is really neat. Yeah, I mean, there's like people like, oh, we're going to do a podcast about porn. Oh, we're going to do a podcast about drinking. You know, <laughs> hey, Trey, what's yours? Mine's about pretty much anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, so, or as uh, we call one person dubbed me as a late night talk show host kind of thing of podcasting. That's so, cool. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, man. Whatever, whatever you want to talk about, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I mean, you know, basically, uh, how about like movies, you know, what kind of movies that you, uh, you know, or ha what, what happens when uh, you finish the pandemic? What's the first thing that you went to? Now, at the first movie I saw back in theater um, after the pandemic was A Quiet Place Part 2. I still have not seen it. I've been a was, lot of fun, man. I was on a, a wheel of horror, and they were going through different movies and everything else. And I'm like, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think I'm more like a retro kind of guy, I guess. Sure. Yeah, you know? dude, I love watching film, though, man. I, 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 I'm one of those guys. I, I, I fell for the movie pass early on. You remember that? 
uh, it was like a five dollar deal, ten dollar deal, and you could yeah. see the movies. And, and and I did that probably four four nights a week. I, I don't really mind the genre, just whatever the movie is, I want to see it, and and you know, and yeah. talk about it. Yeah, I, 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 I whenever I see something that's interesting to me, like even on TV, like I'll go and watch a. Like there's a uh, different kinds of uh, um, uh, platforms that you can go and, and look at. You know, like right. there's one called like you no. Know, well, you got Hulu. You got all the major mainstream ones, but then you got ones called uh, you know Crackle or uh, Tubi. Um, and Tubi has like everything you could think of, like unknown stuff, known stuff, right? TV series that you haven't seen in since you're like. 10 11 years old you know yeah. like knight rider fucking a team uh buck rogers you know yeah and uh oh that'll be good for the episode art ha <laughs> buck rogers yeah dude tubi's a great um a great platform because I, i'm pretty sure it's 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 free right with ads yeah yeah it's a, yeah that's the only thing about it it has ads. it's almost like watching really you know tv you know, right. you know? so but i was watching um there's one called Rohai Rex. Okay. And that's like more like a horror thing. And well, it was all right, you know. But then, then all of a sudden I start turning the channels, turning the channels, and I'm like, oh, which, witchcraft? You know? Yeah. Which basically is like a early 80s, like, uh, talking about the, um, oh, the Ouija board. You know? Okay. And, um, and it had, a. Uh, you know the lead singer, uh, White Snake. I don't know how good of a uh, music that you're into, but yeah, uh, there's a, a band called White Snake back in the '80s. Yeah. Yeah, 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 And he was married to a girl named Tony Contain, Tony Contain, who actually passed away. I think like a year and a half ago, maybe two. Um, and she was in the movie, and so she played a uh, person that's married. But they you know, get this house, and then they go and get like people over, and they want to play a game. So they're playing with the Ouija board, and they kind of like unlock something. And now the, the entity is like in love with the girl, or something. Really? Or I don't know if it's in love, but then just does crazy stuff to other people and just follow sure. them around. So sure. wait, now, are are you a very superstitious person too, or? Not- not really, no. Um, but I, I, you know what? It's interesting because my family, um, we're an old Irish family. And so, um, you know, my, my parents, uh, their parents immigrated um, here to America. And so my grandmother is very superstitious. And growing up, she would tell me things when I was young that I thought were just true. She was like, you know, you can't sweep your house after 8 p.m. And I was like, okay. And I just never did it. You know what I mean? That was like a, really? it, was an old, yeah, it was an old Irish superstition um and uh little things like that and i don't think i realized until i was in my 20s that she just you know it was all folklore none of it really had any you know essence and yeah. in, in truth necessarily oh, but wait what was that never sweep after eight sweep your house after 8 p.m or bad things will happen huh that's what she used to say yeah so she was always done with her chores before 8 8 p.m <laughs> there, there, there was actually a because I used to do, I mean, like I said, I love horror movies. I love horror yeah. stuff. Um, I always went to, like, I love flea markets. So whenever I see a flea market, it, folks, if you've never been to a flea market, go to a flea market. You'll love it. It's like everything you could think of. When I seen the flea market when I was, like, a wee lad, 
uh, <laughs> and it was a old drive-in movie theater area. Yep. And yep. they would use it for like, I guess like when it was like October, November, or something like that, where you couldn't really go. I mean, you could go to the drive-in and all that, but they would have this uh, flea market where everybody had their tents up and everything else. And my first purchase, you know, my mom and dad gave me money. And it was like, like five dollars for a skull ring. Yeah, you know, so cool. Dude. So, and I got the skull ring, and then every time we went there, I always got another skull ring, and I got another one. So now my friends, they have a shop that's in the uh, flea market. Okay. And, and guess what they sell? Skull rings. <laughs> Skull rings, necklaces, no and, and knives, swords, and, and everything on. else. Oh, dude, you know, you get we've, got, we've got one of those in our hometown, man. Uh, it was an old drive-in movie theater that they converted to a, uh, a flea market. Yeah. And, uh, and the great thing about it is it's kind of like podcasting. You get a ton of people who are just, they're good at something in particular, yeah. and they've opened up a shop. You know what I mean? And you yeah. get to go through and see them all. Yeah, no, like I have a shop, you know. Hey, hey, you know, and you got a shop probably too. Yeah, like, right. You know, just check them out. You know, <laughs> and yeah, you get shower curtains. Yeah, exactly. What? So, if you if you had a if you had a shop at a flea market, what would be your thing? What would be what would you move? Yeah, you know what? You know what's funny because my friends were asking because that's what I was gonna do in the beginning before I found out about podcasting. Uh-huh. I wanted to go and do what they're doing, but I didn't want to do exactly what they're doing because I don't want to step on their toes. Right, right. So I was like thinking, like getting crazy, crazy fucking shirts. That's cool, like just wild beyond belief shirts. Yeah, but you get shirts now that's online, like uh, uh, like like five dollar uh five dollar shirts or or t-shirt hell. There's one called right, uh, and they have all those crazy sayings, all these like obnoxious sayings or some kind of pictures of like you know friday the 13th or something and right. it was just like something like that but i wanted to just do like crazy but i couldn't really think of anything and then that made like more money to put into and i was like i don't really have the money to do that and mm-hmm. you know whatever but and then i was going to go with them and follow them around the different flea market areas that they go to and then try to sell it for I don't know, like fourteen dollars, like a shirt or something like that. Sure, yeah, you know. But then all of a sudden, I found out about podcasting, and I'm like, okay. And then after, like I said, like a hundred episodes or whatever, um, I was like, I said to my girlfriend, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll try to sell shirts. She goes, well, wait a little bit longer, and you know, I don't know if we're ready. You're ready for that? I'm like, eh. and then I found um, one of the one of the podcasters recommended uh, a shop called Threadless. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Yep, yep. And I tried it out, and I love it. And they have all these different shit, and and I could not size pictures for the life of me. <laughs> I'm like, how do I do this shit? And somebody helped me out, and and what's done is done, so everything's good. And come on, yeah. man. So it was all. So are you are you on Threadless right now? Yeah, still on Threadless, and I, cool. I, you know I'm not gonna do anything different from it, you know, because I like the way they have different stuff and. They always add on certain stuff they can, you know, like they got, you know, this mask on there. There's, uh, uh, you know, books like, you know, you can use books like that, but your, your logo on it. Um, sure. Knapsacks, uh, bath mats. And I, and I say this too, we could, and I said this before, shower curtains. Yeah. <laughs> shower are, those curtains. A, are those a big seller? 
I don't know, but I think I'm probably the only one that has to because every time I talk to people, I said shower curtains. Like, what do you mean shower curtains? You you got shower? I'm like, yeah, it's on there. That's cool, man. That's so awesome. I'm like, I'm like waiting for somebody, folks. If anybody buys a shower curtain, fucking take a picture of it, tag me on it. <laughs> That's, That's it. That's cool, yeah. You know, because awesome, man. Because it's like one one picture has well, not not this background, but like uh, the tattoo squid logo that right. you see. And then there's one that's like a bluish kind of logo. And then I have like different other color ones. And then I got like a caricature I think I made out of my face. So basically it's me looking at you while you're taking a shower almost. Yeah. Uh, come on, that's a vibe, dude. Not, not, not to be weird, folks. Right. <laughs> I am not actually looking. Just don't look at the camera. Yeah, All right, there's there's so, somebody that'll buy it. Yeah, somebody's going to like... There's a camera? Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, I'm like, no, there's no camera involved, you know, but, uh, yeah, it, it's like, it's an awesome site thing, and I like it, you know, and, and you know, hopefully there's going to be some more shit you know, on there, and I'll be like, okay. I bought a bunch of stuff as it is myself, so if I'm getting money, it's probably from myself. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing about it, man, is that it gives you the option to just create stuff. I mean, honestly, that's, it's therapeutic. So whatever you're making and putting out there, I mean, if someone buys it, that's awesome. But it's almost like a bonus because you're getting to create it, which is, in and of itself is really neat. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, and also I get to meet, like, people and everything else, like yourself and, and like, boomers. Sure. Because right now I think it's, like, episode, I you know, my girlfriend tells me every time to write down the episode numbers. And I'm like, yeah, if I just go by the calendar, you know, I just, you know, then I know where I'm at. Right. Uh, but I think this is like probably like 68, 69, something like that. That's cool. You know, man. for the second season. So all together, it's like 168. So, uh, yeah, but it's just crazy how, uh, but what, what kind of, uh, what movies are you like? into i don't know if i did i ask that already I don't know. no what no you uh dude honestly like my one of my favorite movies of all time is a movie called no country for old men <gasps> the gun with the, the you know yeah, the silencer shotgun man yeah oh yeah with that the the, the the air uh oh the air compressor yeah yeah it's so good and i i i'm a big fan of just movies that are patient like i don't mind if it's a slow film as long as the payoff is worth it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't mind sitting through the first couple hours as long as, like, the ending is, you know, rocks your world. And I really enjoyed that movie. And another film called Whiplash, if you've ever seen it, um, about, yeah. a about a drummer. It's really intense, man. J.K. Simmons is in it. And it's about a, um, a kid that goes to a music school. And the teacher is just, like, really aggressive, borderline abusive. Um, but the teacher's also trained some legends. And so the boy uh -huh. wants to be a legend. And so it's it's like a drama, but it's pretty intense, man. Really stressful, but I enjoyed both those films a lot. There, there's actually a uh, uh, we call it, there, there's a, a an article I read about a drummer, and I don't know if it's from COVID or I'm not sure exactly, but he had something wrong, and he felt himself being thrust into hell and dipped into like some kind of lava thing and. And it was just wow. like so crazy when you read about it. And it, I, I don't really know all the details. I had it on my phone. I forgot where it is. But um, but then he woke up like the nurse, like actually he was like in a coma for like a year. 
Mm. And the whole time he felt like he was in hell, you know, the whole time. And and he woke up and like, you know, it's like, you're you're awake. It's like, am I still in hell? Am I still? Or it it was like something about it was a devil, but it was like some kind of woman or something. And and I don't know what it was. Oh my god! Like wow. I mean, dude, it's it's amazing though, man. I've read stuff like that before, and and you know, I I mean, I've never been through it, thankfully, but um you know the brain's very powerful it's very it's very very powerful you know i mean like on a smaller scale you ever had those dreams where you wake up and and it takes a second to realize that you're in that you're not dreaming that you're awake you know and yeah i I would imagine it's like that but just multiplied i always had a problem like not really a problem i always whenever i had dreams i mean they're weird ones as is hence i'm the weird guy but uh you know, I would go in, and they were, there was a thing where some people would watch horror movies. Sure. And they would say that people who watch horror movies are, are uh, psychopaths. But mm. if you, no, like, if you watch horror movies and you can sleep mm. soundly, you know, without having any nightmares of any sorts, and that you're like a, some sort of sociopath or psychopath or whatever. And mm. I'm like, no, I just, I think it this way. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the movies, and it's a horror movie. I'm like, okay, I know it's a guy that's wearing a mask and everything else. So it's not like, holy shit, you know, it's just like right. real life. Well, yeah. that's that's also a very unfair character, you know, uh, characterization because, like, you know, a lot of people can watch sad movies and then not get sad. Yeah. Bed. You know, why why is it that the you know uh the onus is on horror films i mean like if it's make-believe like you said you're watching a film it's entertainment it's something creative yeah and then you and then you go to bed afterwards big deal you know what i mean i mean there's there's like a thing like my girlfriend would go and and she i love anime i i I watch horror movies anime anything that's that has like a plot that has uh something of substance that can you know that gets me like drawn in heck yeah and so I watch, you know, whatever, and then for some reason she she w- woke up one night or she was dreaming actually of an anime character, and I'm wow. like, you don't watch anime, huh? I'm like, how the heck can you do it? like? And then she goes, I don't know, I dreamt it, and I woke up and we have like a chair that's next to the bed, which is basically you know just a chair, sit down, watch TV, and then if you're tired, just crawl on the bed or whatever. Right. Um, and 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 she like woke up, looked at the chair, and then there was like an anime character like sitting in the chair, just looking at her. Wow. And I'm like, okay, you know, I have a tendency to have like a dream of like you know zombies like circling around the bed, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then I wake up and I look, and they then they stop and they turn around and then they look down. And then they just back up and they fade away and all that. So, but I I think there is something, you know, in that there's a like an in between, you know, like before you wake up and before you're really awake, you know, like your 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 brain is still dreaming a little bit, but your body doesn't realize it and it's trying to wake up. I mean, that could be what happened. You know, that's a very common thing, I think. You know, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, she probably picked up the anime maybe subconsciously from you, you know, being in the room when you watch it or walking by when you watch it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, that, that's why I figured too. Because I'll sit in like in the living room. Sometimes she'll come out there and grab like, like something to drink or something to eat, and then come walk back and then like, hmm, yeah, okay, I'm going. 
Yeah, what do you, what's your favorite anime? Like, what do you what are you watching right now? Um, well, I love Cowboy Bebop. Okay. Cowboy Bebop is like my my favorite one. I'll go Dragon Ball Z. Um, the ones I started getting into, I've heard of like Attack on on, Attack Titan. on Titan. Yeah. So I love that one. I just love the graphics of it. Uh, there's another one called Parasite that I uh, okay. started watching. And that one is just like fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Um, you know, when you're younger, you know, Speed Racer, but you know, that's you know, technically it is anime in some certain point. Sure. But, um, are you like into anime or? I you know I, I I am a little bit I um I have some friends of mine that are really into it and you know when when you watch somebody enjoy something it's contagious you know what I mean and so um I started watching um One Piece uh, with them it's about pirates um that was pretty cool and then Attack on Titan um, we watched oh, some of that yeah so. <laughs> I just I love I, I like I love watching what other people enjoy. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. I might watch a movie and I might kind of enjoy it, but if you show me a movie that you really enjoy, it's gonna make me like it more because I know you enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like so, anime is like it's like that for me. Yeah. All right. Since you since you brought that one up, watch this movie. Now you okay. probably heard it when I was talking with uh, Josh G, but if you haven't, there's a movie that I love. It's called Grandma's Boy. Okay, I haven't seen that. So go, you know, I don't know where you'd be able to find it. I think you can, you know, rent it, you know, on TV or whatever. But uh, it's an Adam Sandler, uh, as they call it, Adam Sandler joint. Okay. Uh, so it has, uh, you know, pretty much anybody that's been in the Adam Sandler movies, you know, pretty much like a reoccurrence, you know, like, right. like. Like Happy Gilmore, like you know, you see Adam Sandler on there and he's and he's golfing. Yeah, the guy that played um, the the caddy. I got you. Yeah, he's in there, right? Yeah, he's in the he's in the movie. Doris Roberts. Okay. You know, God God rest her soul. You know, um, and uh, with Doris Roberts, uh, Ke- uh Ke- not not Keaton, um, Kevin Nealon. Okay. Uh, he's in it, and then there's the the woman that played. Uh, uh, Thelma in the Scooby Doo movies. Okay, yeah. Linda, I, I, Linda something. Linda, I can't remember the name. Yeah, I don't remember her name. But I know I who she is. Yeah, and uh, she's in it, and Jonah Hill. Okay. Yeah, so wow. it's a good, and actually, they got a couple of uh, wrestlers in there that you know you've probably seen, and um, yeah, so Grandma's it's called Boy. Grandma's Boy. Grandma's Boy. It, I'll, add that, I'll add it to my list. Yeah, it's basically um, it's about video games. Okay, has a lot of drug uh, use, okay. um, and 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 it's like just older guys making video games, and really? uh, and one guy is supposed to be like a a uh, a prodigy, like a young prodigy that he can make video games and they sell for millions of dollars or whatever. That's cool. But he puts everybody down. But they're the ones that kind of make the game what it is. But then he takes the credit. Okay, I got you. That's you cool. know what I mean? So, yeah. but then, the, like I said, there's a lot more drug use, and then it's pretty much like Adam Sandler and all comedians that are in it. You know, right? And it's just fucking funny as hell, especially I, I, Roberts. Yeah, dude. I remember reading one time uh, Adam because Adam Sandler. It kind of feels like 
he makes films um, in exotic locations just so he and his friends can go on vacation and make a movie. You know what I mean? Like, because all, all of his movies have the same people in it. And they're all his friends, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you have the money and you have the means... 100%. Do it. I, you know? I do it. Shit, I'm like, hey, anybody want to go to fucking Bahamas? Let's go. Yeah, because, yeah, well, I mean, why wouldn't you want to work with your best friends? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what makes it enjoyable. Especially when you, you know, you just tell them what to do. I'm like, all right, listen, you know, when I tell you to go and and try home that llama, I said do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you're not going to get the money yet. So, right. <laughs> or, I don't know, I'm just using a, like, I'm not saying for anybody to really go try home a llama. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, any music, uh, you know, kind of uh, favorites. Yeah, I, I like some of the classics. Um, and uh, one of the newer artists that I'm really into is a, a guy named Bonnie Vare. Um, he uh, came on the scene about 10 years ago and he wrote a, a record in his basement and then went on to win a Grammy with it. And that's kind of what turned me on to him. Uh, really good stuff. Uh, favorite band growing up. Uh, love Freddie Mercury, love Queen. Uh, just an okay. amazing performer. Um, was in a Metallica phase for a little while. Um, but yeah, I'm all over, man. I, 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 um, I play a little music, so I, I just, it, my moods shift month to month, um, but depending on what I listen to, but, but yeah, yeah, how about you? What do you listen to? I'm more like metal. So I just yeah. listen to anything that's metal and, and, and well, it's like rock and metal. I, I, I'm on like a, uh, Parkway drive kick, okay. uh, you know, so they got this, like, they got a bunch of albums. But there's one, uh, Revelance, I think it's called. Okay. Um, and I saw, uh, it kind of reminds me of Five Finger Death Punch. Okay, okay. You know, it has, like, that kind of feel where they have the soothing ballad songs, but they have some heavy, you know, um, you know, like, tunes and all that that can make it more popular. As well, cool. you know, like they had this one, they got three of them. One's called uh, uh, Wishing Well. Uh, I forgot what the name of that one, the, but the one I really like is called The Void. Okay, and I saw the video, they had like a video there in Waken, Waken, or something, uh, like a town in it could be Waken, Germany, or Waken, uh, Texas. I don't know, but uh, they were in this, and it's like you know, thousands of thousands, it's like 73,000, uh, like audience. Wow. And there was like, you know, they, they're playing and while they're playing, you know, like sparks would just keep on, you know, going in front of them on yeah. top of them. And it's just like, uh, it, it was awesome. I'm like, Oh man, it's like a five finger death punch kind of thing. You know? And yeah. And all of a sudden you see like a guy, we call it, um, I don't know what the significance is because they were what the bass player was like sitting in a wheelchair, but in the beginning of the whole thing he was walking. So I don't know if there's a friend of theirs that is in a wheelchair that he's paying homage to. I guess maybe yeah. I don't know, but you see like in a crowd that there is a guy in a wheelchair and they're hoist him up like on the wheelchair, like going across like crowd surfing. That's cool with the wheelchair and yeah, yeah with the wheelchair like behind the 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 barricade where the security guards are at and he's just rolling going yeah motherfucker you know <laughs> yeah that's cool so, See, yeah. honestly man that's what makes i mean what makes a band so entertaining really is the live show i i've i've listened to bands 
that I probably would not have enjoyed had I not seen a concert first. You know what I mean? Then you see the concert and then you see the passion they have behind it and you see yeah. how can, how much their fans are into it and it kind of makes the music better afterwards. What's the what's the last concert you went to actually? The last one I went to uh, before COVID, uh, some friends of ours, um, uh, uh, we, we, we partnered uh, with a festival. Um, and it was called the Florida Man Festival. Um, iHeartRadio and um, an Orlando station in Florida uh, put this festival on. And it was a band called the 1975. Um, so we partnered with them to help promote it. So that, was the, that happened two weeks before everything shut down. Oh, so we had no idea, man, when we went to that show that that was going to be the last one we were going to see, uh, you know, for two or three years. But it was a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. Yeah, because nowadays it's like I, I, I love watching and I, I've seen like reaction videos that they that people do. Right. And, and, um, and they're, they're watching these videos like they're watching like Metallica, they're watching, you know, um, uh whatever whatever band that there is you know even parkway drive i think they're like doing reactions and and the same thing you see what happens is like you know oh, look how many people there is right you know, like they yeah they're, they're sheltered i mean they're like you know in the house mostly and you know they only see stuff that's on youtube like that bands were playing like some youtube thing from right. different uh from their different house or whatever just right like, some kind of little concert i don't know so well but. there was a there was a point in time man i think early on in 2020 where you know a lot of people thought they'd never see a concert again you know and really yeah. knew what to expect and and uh you know now my wife and i actually just watched a Coldplay concert on youtube um and it was the first show they've done since the pandemic it was in seattle i think or maybe in canada but somewhere in the pacific northwest yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it was good to see everybody back doing shows again. I mean, it, it's it, and even a lot better because, like, when we started watching stuff happen when COVID, you know, like, oh, you know, basketball, they weren't doing it because they didn't want to get anybody infected. So they, they, they stopped playing basketball. Right. And right. then they stopped doing this. And even wrestling. And I love watching wrestling. And then, you know, which was weird because... I watch it like whenever I get a chance, but also now with the when COVID happened, I'm like I haven't watched it. You know, right. even though they try doing stuff, uh, like certain uh pro, uh, certain organizations, they would go and do uh, um, like just wrestle by themselves and have like no audience. You know, just oh right right, they'll just wrestle or they'll have like TV screens like. Like an old Max Headroom thing or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, just like, you know, ooh, Max Headroom. Oh, that'd be a good one. You know, that's good for the for the episode art, actually. Yeah, no, um, and that's the thing, too, man. Is I, I, but it, that's what we were saying earlier. The show itself makes a difference because, like, like you were saying, you watch the match, but there's no crowd there. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels drastically different. Like, it, it it's so much better when there's a ton of people there enjoying it you know yeah i mean it's great like the last concert i hate to say it's like the last concert i have seen was down and that was like 2003 i think oh wow i mean i 
I would go, I don't usually go like everybody else goes, like, by themselves, or they get taken, like, listen, I'm going to go and see these guys. Sure. And I'm like, I like to go in a group, but then half the time the group, you know, wants to go into the floor, and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's fine, that's great. I just don't want to get kicked in the head. Right, right. And, and I was lucky enough to have, like, friends uh, that I work with, and one of them supposedly in the beginning He's like, oh, I know the band. I can get us backstage. I'm like, okay, sure. Blow smoke up our asses, I guess. All right, mm-hmm. whatever. And so we went, and we had nothing to fucking do. And we went on the train. We got on the train. We had beer. And, well, I brought beer. You're not supposed to bring beer on a train. And I thought you could. So I downed the whole, like, two fucking 40 ounces. And, yeah, we got down there, and... We got we got in the backstage. We're well, not backstage. We got to the VIP seating, which was like another stage next to it. Right, right. And pretty much like they're here, and all of a sudden you're watching like right here. So it's that's like, cool. I'm like nice, and we had a one little bar, but you still had to pay a certain amount. Um, and then we got backstage, and I was like, all right, cool, you know. And then they start. They start passing this, uh, you know, going getting a couple of drinks, and I'm like, all right, cool, food, and they got the catering and everything else, and mm. talking to the band, a couple of people from the band, and they were like, hey, uh, yeah, you want to try this? And they had me, <laughs> they gave me a pipe, and I was like, yeah, yeah, cool, I'm gonna try this out, you know, because you know sure. I have cigarettes in there, and everything else. I'm like, I don't want to be a, a loser, you know, <laughs> but people don't take stuff from people you don't know <laughs> sure yeah um but for me we could it was like hanging out having a good time and my foreman that the one that knows the band you know and he looked at me he goes don't smoke that you know what the hell is in it and i'm like this coming from the guy that did cocaine on a table at a cafeteria <laughs> right yeah so yeah, at work <laughs> yeah so this is this is after the concert this is happening yeah, this is after, you know, okay. we, so I, 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 I smoked it. I was like, all right, whatever. You know, it was a pipe. So I, you know, like, like the little, uh, you know, like, hey, hello. You know, I'm like going to sit in my room and smoke this pipe and drink my cognac kind of thing. You know, sure, sure. like that kind of pipe. It wasn't like a pipe pipe. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, we caught so then all of a sudden after everything was going on and we going and we then we went to the uh tour bus okay i thought the night was gonna end with the the thing i was gonna have i was happy as shit right i'm like oh we're going on a tour bus I'm like fuck yeah and then we had a couple more beers hanging out with the guitars blah 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 you know here comes a lead singer he's a little bit out of it i'm like okay and then we got you know and then we got on the train and fell asleep but then we got to the train station and i'm sitting there and i did not know we're at the train station all of a sudden i looked at my form and i'm like when are we getting to penn station and all of a sudden he goes, motherfucker, we're in Penn Station. I told you not to smoke that fucking pipe. <laughs> you know? No. Yeah, I was like, I was like, whoa. Did you ever? So you never figured out what was in it? No, not really. But you know, I at that point I got the the phone number from the the, the guitarist of the band. So every once in a while, you know, not now, but like years before, uh, I'll be sitting at a bar uh, where my brother-in-law he'll be guest bartending yeah and all of a sudden after i you know i get like the very like not the first cell phone i had but like maybe the third or fourth one 
and you know back in those days you know you know cell phones weren't like big like it is now sure sure and and all of a sudden i look at his number and i'm like who the fuck is this and i'm like hello and it's like yeah uh, you called me and i'm like kirk is this you he goes trey <laughs> and i'm That's like cool. what are you calling me for he goes i thought you called me and i'm like uh, no all right merry christmas he goes merry christmas to you too buddy <laughs> and i'm like okay yeah so kirk if you're hearing this fuck you <laughs> <laughs> but no but um yeah but i mean that's that's like you know that's the only time i think i met like celebrity you know musician wise sure yeah you know, but that, that that changed my life and i started listening more more metal than i usually do yeah so yeah so that and that was in 2003 you said right yeah it's somewhere around there i mean because i know yeah. I, started, I work in the the company i was working at and it was like uh because I met my wife like around 2000. So it had to be like a year, maybe two or something like that. Like okay. afterwards. Because yeah. we were living together at that time. So, yeah. So, I mean, that the thing about it is, man, is like your experience with the band, like you said, kind of got you like more so into metal. Like, I mean, it's just cool that they were like hanging out with you guys. And like, it shows you they were just, it was more than, more than just the music for them. You know, they were you know uh decent guys to be around you know yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was awesome it was like and actually the the, the basis you know he's like it's like your name andre right i'm like yeah my name is andre you know he goes like andre the giant right like yeah some way he goes i'm calling you andre the giant from now on i'm like okay that's so cool man <laughs> yeah that's so cool do you so, still do you still listen to those guys I, I listen to it every once in a while because they don't. I mean, they got the the album out, but they don't tour around as much as it. Well, obviously, but I mean, they didn't really get together as it is. You know, they sure. doing their separate shit and they got separate bands and it was like a super group actually. So right. it's like you had uh, the uh, you had the bassist and the uh, the bassist and singer of Pantera, right? And then there's a uh, there's a singer guitarist. From corrosion, corrosion of conformity, uh, another guitarist for Crowbar, and um, a drummer, uh, pretty much that drums for anybody that wanted him to play drums. Right. So, and then that was it. And like, you know, so I met like Phil and Rex, which is Pantera, which is like my favorite band of all time. You know, really? Like, you know, you, you know, rock out with all that stuff, and I was like. I was dumbfounded, I'm, especially Rex, because I'm like I, I love bass, and I have like a bass guitar, but I only dabble in it. Sure. So I'm not really one to you know do the chords and you know I'll fuck around with it whenever I get a chance. But sure. Um. But now I'm more uh, a knife collector of sorts, and uh, hence you know the guy with the that has a flea market, <laughs> yeah, <You know, laughs> sells the skulls and all that and the knives and. Pretty much, I got like everything that he sells, and he has like the same amount. So that's yeah. cool, man. And we always we always talk about different shit. Yeah, you know, like hey, uh, what kind of you got now? <laughs> yeah, honestly, man, knife collecting is a big deal. I mean, I mean, I've got some friends of mine that are into it, and and you know, there's a there's a lot of care that goes into it uh, <laughs> with the blades, and 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 uh, it's fascinating. It, it, I love watching people love stuff. 
And, you know, I, I, I still have the old Gerber knife that my dad gave me when I was a teenager, you know, so, oh yes, you know, those things are, are classic. So, um, that's really cool. That's like the basic thing for like a dad to do, you know, it's like, Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna give you this knife, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's a very, it's up. a very dad thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. So, you know, it's like, Hey, it has a spoon. Right. Exactly. And then, uh. Yeah, but then nowadays you get like the whole thing. You get the spoon, you get the wrench, you got the pliers, you know, you this and that, you know. And then uh, you're like, hmm, oh well, I guess the serial killer will take this one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So, but uh, yeah, how, what kind of uh, do you still collect stuff like that or are you just like, eh? I don't collect stuff as much anymore, um, and uh, I'm not sure why um, that that ended. I think mostly. Um, in my twenties, um, did a lot of music and stuff and traveled around a lot. So I didn't have a lot of, of space to keep stuff, Yeah, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, now we're doing podcasting, so we have a, a little bit more room, but I, just, I, I got out of collecting stuff and I, w- I wish I didn't, but it's just one of those things, but yeah, like you said, we call it the knives and all that. It, it, it's like collector's items, basically right. that you can be able to like, I'm gonna. I'm holding on to them because I know if I give, I give it to my nephews and you know see if they'll, whatever, you know. Yeah, and they may appreciate them. And and the, the the cool thing about it is, man, it's like a lot of those things, you know, they gain value the longer you have them. Yeah. So you know, if you can give them to your nephews or give them to somebody else, I mean, if they appreciate it and you teach them about it, I mean, it'll, it'll be worth even more to them. Yeah, because I'm looking. I'm like, because <laughs> I also figured, I'm like, because I'm like. You get like uh, I seen one tattoo already, but uh, yeah. Are you because um, I was talking about like you know seeing about like maybe my nephew was gonna probably go and say hey uh, when I turn certain date you know certain uh, age you know it's like where can I get a good tattoo and I'm like right really yeah so yeah dude that's I mean honestly man like that's that if if I guess that's the closest I have to anything that I collect right now is tattoos I love tattoos. Yeah. Um, and so there's a guy in our town that we, uh, the shop's called Black Swan, and that's where most of us go. Uh, like the named, movie. <laughs> just like the movie, yeah. A guy named Corey Kraft, man, is, is the main artist there, one of the owners. And and uh, we've been going there for probably since after high school. We've, we've oh, been okay. for a very long time, yeah. Yeah, I go to different ones. I mean, I, I, I try not to go to different ones. They're always saying stick with one artist. Sure. And and I I started out with like like two little ones at one place, and then I went to this other place and got one, and then I went to this other place and got another one. I guess it was like collecting art, I guess. But um, right. But then I moved to Pennsylvania and met this guy, you know, and we're like we're friends, you know. Now I don't really see him or talk to him, and you know, because I don't know where he is. Um. But he did most of uh, my shit as it is, so I got like everything from, you know, just all the arms and, Heck yeah, dude. you know, going across and the legs and uh, parts of the back. Well, no, actually two shoulders. And but then I went to somebody just re- not recently, but me a couple months ago, got like a squid. So I had to get something to match up my name. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's cool. So, well, how many tattoos you got? Uh, coming on 15. I, I, I kind of, I kind of enjoy the kind of sailor Jerry, uh, traditional look nice. uh, for most of my stuff. And so, uh, it's kind of piecemeal on my chest and arms and shoulders and back. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I might connect them one day and, and uh, finish the sleeve. I don't know, but I, I, I average one or two a year. Um, and so uh, we'll see, but they're, they're just, they're so dang expensive, man. Honestly, like that's, <laughs> that's the part of the hobby. That's, that's frustrating is, you know, if, if they were, if they were cheaper, I'd have a lot more. Yeah. But I mean, you gotta like, like I was lucky enough to uh, find a person and then become friends and not being in charge so much you know i would sure. go help out the shop and you know be like the helper kind of thing and and then you get the perks you know right and, right right so that's that's like the key thing so you know folks if you really want to get tattooed and you really love them and you got one or two done already and you know just go to a shop and help them out over there and this and that you might get some you know free shit or something that's less than a hundred yeah that's good so, advice man you know, I mean that that's that's what I did and he wanted to show me how to tattoo. I'm like, I only know how to do like stick figures. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, yeah. unless I'm gonna charge like a hundred dollars a stick figure, I'm like yeah, forget it, you know. And plus at that time I was like I was like forty three or something like that. I'm like, that's like, you know, teaching an old guy, you know. Well, and honestly, dude, that's stressful because, like, you know, with tattooing, it's 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 art, but it's it's permanent. So yeah. you know what I mean? That would stress me out. I mean, I couldn't imagine like that pressure they're under to. Yeah, obviously, you know, they they do the little trace first, but it's still it's still stressful, you know, putting something permanent on somebody. Yeah, that's that's the other thing because I'm like, I, I don't know if I can be able to just go because I seen other tattooers and actually one or two of them that was under the the guy that that did mine we call it and he was like all right now here you know ta you know tattoo something on my leg and you see like well you know how the tattoo uh tattoo uh, machine goes right right so you know, now folks if you don't know if you're watching this too I mean, when you're listening you're like what the fuck are you doing just watch the video anyway so <laughs> so when they, they tattoo them they, you know they get the lines and everything else they get the the needles coming out from the ends this guy did it where you're supposed to go like, you know, like you're drawing. Right. This guy went, you know, like, all right, like, you see my finger? Yeah. Just like jabbing it in there? It's like right in there and then going along like this. Wow. So, and then I'm like, holy shit, because that, 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 that dip that comes out where the needle is. Right. Is not supposed to be on your skin. Right, sure. You know, it's supposed to be like like this. Doing, I'm like, and then my my tattoo is just like, <gasps> I'm like, and I'm looking, going, holy shit, you know, <laughs> right. And I, I was like, and then there was like stuff that you know happens, like you you see a lot of shit in different you know shops, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> the stories and as it is, and I got mistaken for being a tattoo artist. Really. Yeah, I'm sitting there like the computer, like the ear, you know, I'll be like looking at the things, seeing what I want to get next. And, and he'll, you know, let me have that, that free reign of going behind there and just checking out shit that I want to do or want to get done. Yeah. And all of a sudden, here comes, here comes a, we call it, you know, customers coming in. It's like, uh, excuse me, um, how much would this be, you know, on my back, you know, this, that. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, honestly, I don't know. I'm the customer. And they're like, oh, holy shit, really? You know. So, well, yeah, I mean, dude, honestly, man, like, I, I mean, like, I, I would probably fall for it as well. I mean, because you're behind the counter, you got, and you got a lot of tattoos on yourself too. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you look like an artist. 
But, yeah, but that that was the whole thing because then all of a sudden after we called the tattooers was telling them it was like and even when they did uh uh what the hell was it called uh you know like Friday the Thirteenth tattoos or or cancer ribbon tattoos or whatever sure, yeah they always had some kind of thing going on um and and they needed help so I'm like all right cool I'll yeah go. that's cool yeah. man that's awesome they'll look at me like you know they said that people like listen he has more tattoos than we do right. You know, and, and he's the customer, yeah. So, yeah, it's but, all about the relationships. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, this is the way it is. So, see, folks, you know, this is what we talk about. We talk about relationships and between tattooers and their customers, and that's right, and, and, and music and their musicians and and podcasters and you fans. <laughs> it, all, it all comes back to relationships. Yeah, there you go. It's all relationships. You know, we're not Dr. Roof, you know, we're not, you know. I mean, sometimes everybody thinks they're Dr. Roof, but <laughs> uh, but what go what's going on with uh, Florida Man on Florida Man? Anything new going to happen? Anything in the works? Or yeah, man, yeah. Back in back in January, we launched the uh, Spanish language uh, version of our show, um, and so we brought on a new host. Uh, her name is Alina, and so she handles the international version of uh, our podcast, and then. Um, in the first week of June, uh, we're launching, uh, the children's version of our show. It, it's our show, but for kids. Um, and, uh, we launched a morning show two weeks ago. So a lot happening in our world right now. Um, but it's, but it's been, it's been good, man. It's as long as people continue to listen and we'll continue to make stuff. So it's, it's been uh, really fortunate that people actually tune in to listen. You're, you're, you're like a whole cohesive, like... UNICEF you know, <laughs> or something. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say anything like you know, like something bad you know, or anything, but I'm like, you're doing a children's version. There's an international version. You're, you're, you're like your own, like, you know, news, uh, uh, what the hell, uh, like, like a news channel or something, you know, it's like, we're, we're trying our best. I, th I think, you know, um, we, we, we believe in what we're doing and, yeah. And, you know, we want something, the parents listen to the show, so we want something safe for the kids. And, and as far as the, you know, Spanish language version goes, we, you know, we heard so many stories of people who were first generation Americans and, and their parents wanted to listen, but they couldn't. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where we just wanted to be able to offer it to as many people as possible. And, and like I said, we're, we're fortunate that anybody listens. So we'll, we'll do our best to, to get it as far and wide as, as we can. Yeah. I mean, well, how does one go and do that i mean like you know like for child uh children's versions and and the international version i mean obviously you have somebody that is like international right wise so that's one right. you know but how you do something for like children's version we were very fortunate in both scenarios um the host that hosts our international version she does that uh for a living it's all she's ever wanted to do and so that worked out when we uh stumbled upon her and then with the children's version, when we kind of decided we wanted to do that, we just started interviewing people and trying to find the right person that we felt like could really carry our vision forward with it. And uh, so it's a girl named uh, Maddie, Madeline, and um, she is an actress. She um, uh, was a social worker pri prior to doing this. And we just knew that she was the one man. She has a, a passion and a love for kids and, and uh, it was a perfect fit. Oh, okay. So, so basically you're, you you have a, a uh, an adult version, I guess. 
Yep. And then you got the international, and then you know you're gonna do the you're gonna have the children's uh, version. Right. Yeah. Um, and with the Spanish language part as well. So, right. I yeah. mean that's that's cool. I haven't really heard it, you know, because when I hear about like, okay, the children's version, I kind of understand. We call it, you know, doing something for the kids wise, you know, do like a kids like kid friendly. Right. Um, in the natural, wouldn't that be like be able to, you know, like when they listen. The podcast we call it in their country wouldn't it be coming through like an international part i guess I don't know. Right, yeah so so right now it's just the spanish language um and so what she does is she takes the transcripts from our normal show the mm-hmm. the regular the regular show um and she um will then just because she um, speaks multiple languages she'll just translate it and then um re-record it and so that's that's how we we do that one and so we do everything here in our studio in florida um so uh you know it's 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 always worth it man when you when you hear about the folks that enjoy it and they find joy from it um it's worth it's worth all the extra work you know yeah no definitely definitely we call it that that is that's something like i said there's something that i've never heard even for myself i you know i always put the uh explicit you know sure because i'm always like you know saying like well now i have, haven't really said like many curses as it is you know but um trying to be professional here but other times i i curse like a, a sailor you know like sailor, sure. you know uh <laughs> but um uh well here's a question uh which i i used to i used to ask this question but you know about Betty White, but let's try doing something different. Okay. Uh, there, there's actually two questions. Who do you think will die first, Keith Richards or oh, I forgot the guy's name. Damn, uh, Mick Jagger. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't seen Keith Richards recently, so I don't know how he's doing. Uh, um, but honestly both of them uh, seem to be living life to the fullest they always go pretty hardcore and they're having a lot of fun Uh, so that's going to be a tight race but I think Mick Jagger is going to going to edge him out okay so Keith Richards probably but who knows man I I, I thought if I'm honest I haven't seen any of them in front of the camera in a while so Apparently uh, they're doing a new album, so that's why. Really? I, yeah, I I heard they're doing a new album, and and Mick Jagger has like, from what I hear, more than the Brady Bunch kind of kids. Really? Yeah, so it's like spitting kids out like like Pez dispensers. Well, you know, honestly, man, that 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 keeps you young at heart. Yeah. So and maybe he will edge it out. Yeah, pretty much, you know. And here's another question. What is the scariest, the attic or the basement? Great question, man. Um, the basement, I think. <clears throat> I think. I think. I think there's something about the basement because in the attic, there's the sense of like there might be like a window or some way to see the outside, or yeah. you know, you're higher up. But the basement, you're down below. You're, it's just there's something psychological about that for me, where it's just you're you're lower than ground level. Uh, if there is a window, you're not going to see any sunlight. So I think the basement is scarier for me. So that's where we're going to see Keith Richards in the basement. <laughs> that's where. I don't know that I want uh, that I want to run into Keith Richards in the basement. 
<laughs> Imagine that shit though. You ain't going downstairs. Like, honey, can you go and get the stuff down to be? Okay, no problem. You want to do? Hey, what up, mate? How you doing? No. Yeah, right. Exactly. What the fuck is Keith Richards doing in my basement? Yeah. Well, well, I do think there's some fantasy element to it as well, man. Because in Florida, we don't have basements. Um, so, right, yeah. so I don't really have any experience with them. So I think I think that's why they're more frightening to me too. Because you yeah. know. It's just—it's always worse in your imagination. You're more likely to find that alligator than Keith Richards. Oh, one hundred percent. That's what I've been told. You know, yeah, because I'm like, it's either that or huge fucking bugs. Yeah. Oh yeah, both of them. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'll stay on Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually went to Florida for uh, I don't know if it's still there, the Okie Finoki Swamp. It is. Yep. So, you know, my wife at the time, uh, oh, wait, hold on. Let's see, Oki, I guess, Finoki, whatever. So I'll, I'll be able to find out. Anyway, so uh, uh, my wife at the time, uh, she wanted to be a uh, park ranger. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So she, like, we were, like, we were together for like seven years, married for like six. No, uh, together six years, married for seven years, and then then she passed away with cancer. But mm. um, prior to that, we called. She wanted to be a park ranger, mm. so she went to the school. She did this uh, marine biology and do everything else, and um, so she's like, I was like, so you know, you want to go on a trip or something? It'll be like our first trip together. And she goes. Yeah, I was thinking, how about how about we go to a swamp? <laughs> and I'm like, a swamp? Really? Where? She goes, in Florida. Well, actually, no, Georgia, I think. Is it in Florida or Georgia? I forgot. It's in Florida, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so then I was like, I was like, um, okay. I, actually, actually, no, I, I think it's in the southern part of Georgia. So I think you're right. I think it is in Georgia. Oh, okay. It's, it's near Florida, but it's in Georgia, I think. Yeah, oh, now, now I remember. Yeah, we had to fly into Florida, and then we drove to Georgia because we didn't, we couldn't really fly into Georgia for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think it's the Florida-Georgia line. I, you're yeah. right. I, th- I think there's parts in both. Yeah, because you, you can cross over the different ones. Yeah, right. I know. That was, so So I'm like, well, anything to get out of Long Island. I'm like, all right, fine. And all of a sudden, after she was like, well, we're going to fly. I'm like, Yeah, and I'm not one for flying. I mean, I hate heights, but I was like, uh, all right, as long as I'm drinking something, she goes, no, but you're driving. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, whatever. So it's supposed to be like an, I think it takes like an hour, two hours, maybe three. I don't know. I, I thought it was an hour, but everybody's telling me, no, that's ridiculous. It's not an hour. So I, 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 I we go down there, got to rent a car, go over there. We went to the uh, the Isle of Horses like a couple of days after, and then we went to Okefenokee Swamp, and 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 oh my God, the shit that you know. And when they when you guys when I talked to a couple of people from Florida, like there's uh, the guy that does for the booze, and uh-huh. um, uh, uh, a break on through. We call it podcast. You know, he's from Florida. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, there's a lot of alligators. And I'm like, oh, I know. I know. I, I, I went to Okefenokee Swamp. I seen a lot of fucking alligators. And yeah, they go 30 miles an hour. And I'm like, yeah, get, get in the car. We're going 80. Yeah. 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 One, of, <laughs> one, of, one of our partners um, that we partner with frequently uh, is a place called Gatorland. 
in Florida. And uh, we were just there this past Sunday filming a, a thing called Gator Palooza. And where we were filming at, we were surrounded by 130 alligators. And um, yeah, it's very real. It's, uh, you know, they're dinosaurs, man. People forget that, but they, they're, they're ancient, strong creatures. So we take them very serious. Yeah, it's like, and even, uh, you know, you don't want to go into the water in Florida wherever you're at. Because they'll be anywhere. Oh, yeah. Sneaking up on you. Yeah, I mean, you, you see those, like, animal control, like, shows or, uh, what's that one show? Uh, I forgot what the name, um, it, it was like a guy, he, he, he looked like a rock star. He had, like, the rock star look, but he was, like, a, a, uh, exterminator. But he was, like, not an exterminator for just bugs. He was just, like, like a quality animal control. Oh, yeah. wow. But, yeah. He had like the look, like he had like the uh, sunglasses, but then his he had like the spiky, you know, like mohawk kind of looking hair. Sure. And then he'll have like the the hat with the, all the spikes on it, and you know the leather pants and the and the vest, and walking in with the gloves, and they're like, "Are you the guy for the animals?" And it's like, "Yeah." Was, right. Oh, oh, great! I thought we like hired, you know, somebody from culture club yeah right, right or some shit like that yeah and but then i saw that i was like holy shit alligators here there you know rabbit raccoons skunks yeah they're everywhere man it's a, it's a it's a wild swamp down here yeah i don't know how you you guys do it and even i got cousins living down there i'm like i come visit no <laughs> <laughs> i i rather have you know biker gangs and <laughs> yeah sure. and, and, and and meth laps and all that you know right i can deal with that you know alligators no right yeah it's okay I, I, the only kind of the only kind of alligators i'm gonna have is like shoes you know <laughs> or, or like boots or something you know which is like you know cowboy boots i like those you know right but in any case uh so what uh well we did you know what's coming up uh tell everybody where they can find you at yeah man so um if if you if you just do a, a google search for florida men on florida man podcast we're available on every major platform our social media handles um are f m o f m podcast uh across the board so it's, it's relatively simple uh florida man on florida man podcast yeah it, we stream everywhere <laughs> They might be on TikTok. They might. They are definitely on Instagram. I know that because they just followed me. So, uh, and um, and Twitter, and also people. If you go on Twitter, you can find out a lot more about everybody. On, oh yeah, you know Twitter got like it's like a Twitter family going on there. I mean a Twitter family. I mean, there's a podcast family. There's like <clears throat> a horror community. There's like movie. You know, fanatics. There's something for everybody on Twitter. Pretty much. I mean, it's not like your typical, oh, celebrities are always on there. I'm like, nah. nah. Right. You, know, you talk like, you know, you know, Joe Schmo is like myself here and, and Wayne, you know, so. A lot of fun, I mean, dude. You, you get on there and we just, you know, if you ask questions, you know, we got some kind of answers. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and also, you know, you follow, you know, the good old Squiddy over here, you know, you go to... Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Tattoo Squid Podcast, T-A-2, T-A-2-S-Q-U-I-D Podcast, all one word, and 
it's it's a list of uh, different stuff and then you got like a merch uh site so you know you go on there like we just talked about you know bath mats and and shower curtains and bears and llamas get, the, get those shower curtains bro oh man once we get the place i'm getting a shower curtain I'll come take on yeah on, you know yeah you'll be like holy shit <laughs> It's like we gotta get one of those. Yeah. And even if you get the shower, can you don't have to put it in the shower? Just put it in your room. Just hang the cross. Yeah. Right. Like, like this. You know this over here. You know. It's a good look. <laughs> I know, right? It'd be like, oh, oh God, I can't wait. I'd be like, I'll spend money trying to get shit together. You know. <laughs> you know. All you know is like, oh, and there is like, oh, I'm sorry, and there is women's spandex on there as well. Um, there's no picture of me on there because I don't know the, the, the measurement, um, for the picture, you know, for that. So, yeah. uh, we have to figure out a way, you know, maybe we can iron it on or something. I don't know. But, um, so at this point, we're just going to go and we'll talk off camera. This is going to be done. So, uh, everybody follow Florida men on Florida man. Which is like a pretty much a running myth with the Florida man, um, and you know, go out there, get your flea market stuff, go and get your merch from my store, their store, um, and everybody else's store. You know, actually, oh we all try to go and just get shirts from everybody, support everybody. Yeah, actually, and there's a guy that that had the right idea. He. He's buying the shirts and he's not even gonna wear them. He's just gonna post them on a like all over the place, you know, like that's like, cool. Like, yeah. like like uh like oh was it like the metal shirts, you know, that we used to get like Megadeth and all that. You buy all right. that different stuff and right. you don't even wear it. You just put it on your wall and like a whole bunch of different. That's cool. Yeah, you can show them off. I might do that for the podcast room. That's cool. Yeah, you know that way that way it has more room in the closet. You know, right. For for anything else, I guess you know, but uh, everybody have a good night. Today's Friday. Uh, it's actually getting nice out, so um, and dark. But um, and hold on, I'm just enlarging this. Oh, a lot better. So, all right, everybody, have a good night. Take it easy. I'm gonna talk to Wayne a little bit more. All right, take it easy. Come on. Everything, everything, that's all, folks.